Hi, my name is Siobhan Lancaster and I'm the CEO Managing Director of 92 Energy. 92 Energy is an Athabasca Basin explorer in Canada and we have the Gemini Uranium Discovery. Siobhan, good to see you again. Um, I thought I'd catch up because the Athabasca sort of hit the headlines uh, recently for lots and lots of reasons. First of all, uh, for a press release that you put out. So you're drilling and found a parallel structure to Gemini. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Look, we're really excited about this parallel structure because what we've been doing, exploration in the Athabasca is a process. So what we're trying to do is look for key signals which will indicate to us where potential mother load is, right? So what this parallel structure tells us is there's a lot of good um, sort of aspects to the hole that we've drilled over there. So it has hydrothermal alteration, probably the biggest hydrothermal alteration um, that we've ever seen in, in the Gemini project. So that's the first massive tick that we have. Uh, the second thing it's showing us is uranium pathfinders. And the third thing it's showing us is uranium. So it tells us that we're possibly pretty close by to uh, a substantial additional zone to what we already have at Gemini. Right. Okay. Um, I get the we're finding uranium bit. Nice. What about hydrothermal and pathfinders? What, what does that mean? Yeah. So basically the systems, the way they work in the Athabasca Basin is um, you have large fluids sort of flowing through a mineralized area. And what it does is it blasts the rock apart. So this is one of the key signals that there's a, you know, a major sort of system going through the area. And um, when you see that, it's something, you know, that you really take very seriously. So the more blasted it is, the bigger the system is, right? Um, or the potential of that system, I should say. And then um, obviously the uranium pathfinders, you know, are very, very important to see as well because they show us that, you know, they're linked to uranium deposits. So often you have these pathfinders like boron, for example, that are very close to large uranium deposits in the Athabasca, for example, Arrow, Cigar Lake, MacArthur River. So this tells us we're onto something seriously positive here, that we're seeing, you know, this huge hydrothermal alteration running through this structure, which potentially has, you know, had a big uranium system going through it and is, is going to be trapped nearby where this structure is that we've uh, just intercepted. So very exciting drill hole and you know, the potential for additional zones, um, you know, is, is quite substantial. And we're, you know, uh, you know, I'm really excited by this drill hole. Okay, well, let's talk about some ad additional zones because I think you've come to the end of the um, drill program for this season. Um, you've got to assess and analyze the data that you have collected. And I'm kind of interested in the leap. So what next? So what, so what is next? Yeah, so we've we've obviously spent quite a bit of time looking at this data and we're still waiting assays. Obviously, they're going to take another four weeks um, or so, but they'll be kind of similar to the, the grades that we put out. But what we're really looking at at the moment is, well, what haven't we drilled? We've got this massive 600-metre strike that we haven't drilled. It's got huge amounts of space for additional zones and mineralization in there. And, you know, hopefully the mother load is within that nice long strike area that we've got to work our way along you know it's really unfortunate that this hole was drilled right at the end of the pro program and not the beginning of the program <laughs> um uh, but you know sometimes that's just the way your luck falls so we're really looking forward to getting back out there and we've obviously you know been very busy looking at the results looking at the way the structure works so 280 meters along you know, we hit uranium further along that structure. Um, so, you know, there seems to be uranium along the way. And, you know, it's just a matter of us really going back out there and drilling 
um, where we've never drilled before um, on the whole eastern side. So, you know, the fascinating thing is if you look in the Athabasca Basin at, you know, potential mines, you can see at Rabbit Lake, for example, that they had a parallel structure very similar to what we're looking at now. And that had two zones sitting side side by side, big zones. So Gemini is obviously a, a, a substantial, the GMZ zone that we've already got is a nice, big, chunky, continuous zone of uranium. And hopefully we've got another one or two of those, you know, along that new parallel structure that we've looked at. Right. And it's obviously, it's early, look, it's early days. You're an exploration company. The name of the game is, is, is drill, raise money, drill, uh, et cetera. But it's been quite easy for companies to kind of get lost in all in all all the noise, right? So certainly, this are sub hundred million dollar companies, right? So, what do you think is important for people to understand about not just the way that you're going about it, but potentially what you've got at the moment and what you're hoping to find with the kind of next drill season? We are serious explorers. We're all about going out and finding an economic deposit, right? So that is the aim of the game here. So we already have one really good zone that we're working off and that's the first bit of it and you know we're looking for the additional zones to really build upon that um pounds in the ground story because that's what it's all about it's about really getting to the point where you've got you know enough pounds in the ground to you know do a feasibility study over it and um you know work your way through that process and you know we think that the upside of this parallel structure that we found is pretty tremendous but the other thing i should really mention is that the way the Athabasca deposits work is that they tend to be discovered along a trend. So you would know that Triple R and Arrow, for example, they're along a big trend in the Athabasca Basin. And what we've done is we've discovered the start of a brand new trend in the Athabasca Basin. So we've got 14 kilometres remaining of this trend, which we've been really busy out there looking at our targets and, you know, how how we would go about drilling that trend. Because as we know in the Athabasca Basin, you can have 600 million pounds of uranium along a trend. Um, so, you know, like there's there's many examples of these trends. And, you know, it's very significant that we found a brand new trend in the Athabasca Basin. I mean, I don't think that um, really uh, people understand the significance of that. And we've got what we've got ahead of us. Right. Okay. So the significance is potentially is potential, right? Um, but you've only got so much money. You've only got, got so many drills turning, and you've got to work out where you allocate your capital. You need the best return on capital invested. So, is that for you, Gemini or the GMZ uh, zone? Because you've got a big portfolio. Well, we do. And that portfolio is very valuable in the Athabasca at the moment. You know, I think it's really important that um, people understand the value of our portfolio. So we've got Wares and Tower, which, you know, any company would absolutely kill themselves to have. They're absolutely brilliant projects. And you can't go around and just stake ground anymore in the Athabasca. So this is, you know, you would have seen the recent transaction, you know, consolidated one of the main things that they said was, you know, you, we wanted to be in the Athabasca, you know, so so you can't go out and stake. You have to purchase companies. There's value to portfolios. We've built a tremendous portfolio over the past three years. So yes, I I hear you. Um, you know, obviously our focus is on Gemini because we have that initial discovery there, but the value of our portfolio can't be understated. And we've been sort of working on building the value of that portfolio um, as as 
over the last two years. So, for example, we've just done um, uh, an initial drill program at Tower, um, which obviously we intersected uranium and that alteration that I was talking about, which is very key. So uranium pathfinders, alteration, and, um, you know, uh, anomalous uh, uranium in the ground there. So once again, it's 10 kilometres from Cigar Lake. Couldn't be a better project. And then we've got the Wares project, which is really a dead ringer for the hurricane discovery and rough rider discovery, the circumstances upon which they were discovered. So, you know, if there was any company out there that was going to have success, we have set ourselves up for success. We've got Gemini, we've got Wares, we've got Tower, we've got the ability to raise money. We do very well and we've got the success behind us. We are really, really good at exploration. Um, as a company. And, you know, that was proven by our fourth drill hole ever as a company. So it's in our DNA. Okay. Okay. You're you're finding uranium, you've got a portfolio. But again, again, sub $100 million companies have got, um, they've got to get the strategy right. You know, I I, I get the market is doing a lot of heavy lifting for you. You know, we're we're saying, you know, uranium as spot price, like 72 bucks or there or thereabouts. It's really moving through the faces. And quite frankly, uh, produced should be getting on the business of producing. Um, but for companies like you, you've got to get that balance between how do I not dilute the heck out of shareholders and yourselves? Um, and how do I advance these projects and maybe kind of find some sort of monetary value in them? So you mentioned ISO and consolidated that that kind of that big merger um, this week, a couple of days ago. Do you have any intention with some of these assets? You're talking about whereas you're talking about Tower, you've got Clover, you've got Powerline, you've got Cypress, you've got Clover. You've got a lot going on. You can't possibly advance all of these yourself. So what's the plan? Look, um, we, you know, I'm an ex-M&A lawyer, so I will always look at M&A opportunity. And that, that could be at the project lem- level, it could be at the corporate level. But really, as a CEO, it's our job to really work out what the best deals are for shareholders. So, you know, we are we are active. Um, you know, there is certainly a lot of interest in the Athabasca at the moment, which, again, we've seen from that recent transaction. There are companies that would absolutely love to have a position in the Athabasca. Um, and, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of companies, you know, that are going to be listing on the back of this, you know, amazing uranium price that we have at the moment. So it's about to get super busy. You know, M&A is about to get really busy in the Athabasca. Um, that's that's what I would say. And, and that is at the project level and the corporate level. And we're already seeing the start of that. We've already seen it in Africa as well with uh, recent M&A activity there as well. So it's, you know... Um, it, it's it's common for every market which has a very strong uh, commodity um, and and strong commodity fundamentals behind it. Right. Okay. You're next M and A lawyer, um, so you know what you're talking about. So let me ask you this: is and it comes back to the question? It's like, what what do you do about it though? Because you know you want to be you've got to choose the right. Okay. If you do a JV or sell or whatever kind of structure um, uh, deal you do with someone else on one or more of your assets, you've got to pick the right partner, you've got to have the right deal for you. And ideally in this market um, for equities, you want some cash involved with that one. So come back to that question, 
what are your plans for your assets at the moment? Look, um, we, as I said, we're active in the market um, and, you know, we're happy to have discussions with people about any of our assets um, on on either of those levels. Um, you know, we will always act in the best interest of our shareholders. There's some cracking deals out there and, you know, we'll always look to get the best deal possible. Right. Okay. Very good. I wouldn't like to play poker with you. You're giving nothing away. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> g- g- tell me this then, just sticking with the M&A for a bit. Obviously, yeah. ISO Energy is a big shareholder of yours, right? You know, so they just, they're just, um, and as I say, with Consolidated, um, we had John Jenson, I think sits on the Consolidated board, was commenting that this is quite good. This kind of, you know, building larger companies with diversified geographical risk is a good thing. Um, different having different projects in the portfolio is a good thing in terms of de-risking, et cetera. You said we sh- we expect to see more M and A over the, the next few months or so in in a, in a high uranium price environment. Um, your thoughts on that particular deal? Is that is it good good for the market? Does is it indicative of anything? Yeah. Look, I mean, I think um, you know, obviously, with you know uh, the fact that. ISO is my major shareholder. I can't comment too much about too many things, but the obvious things that really I noticed about that transaction and which I think are are fantastic for both parties is it creates a bigger company, right? And and the reason why bigger companies are good from a corporate perspective, I'm talking, and a capital perspective is capital markets, you know, um, it enables you to raise more money for starters. More funds can participate in your stock so that brings about liquidity for your stock, um, and 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 it also gives you sort of more notice in the market. So that billion dollar market cap that they've put their two companies together, you know, is I think um, very. Uh, I think it's fantastic for the market. I think it's good for both companies as well. In terms of their projects, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to comment too much on their projects, but I, I I can see why Consolidated want to want to get into the Athabasca Basin. It is the best jurisdiction in the world for uranium. It's got the highest grade deposits, some of the largest deposits, and frankly, some of the best NPVs behind their projects as well. So if you look, for example, at the Arrow, NextGen's Arrow deposit, you know, that's a cracking discovery. And why wouldn't you want to have ISO Energy's exploration upside that they have? So they come with an excellent exploration team and obviously some brilliant exploration upside but also the Hurricane Project, which is the highest grade uranium project in the world. So for them, I can 100% see the value in this M&A transaction. Right, and we can expect to see some more of it as well. Um, okay, so let's come back to to, to you, because this is all about you um, and, and, <laughs> and what you're doing with, with the company. Um, next drill season starts when? Yeah, so look, um, it's obviously the break over in uh, Canada at the moment. Um, so the weather's becoming a bit inclement. And um, and so we'll wait for that to break. And um, I think we'll be able to get back out there in sort of late January, early February. So not too far off. Um, and it gives us plenty of time to really get back and analyse the data that we have, really build our geological models and understanding a bit better and, you know, work out where to next. So obviously we have that direct drill program that we're going to do on the, on the structure, um, but also along that big, long, broad trend um, that we'll be looking at as well. And you'll kind of announce the market what, you know, the results of that analysis and what you're going to do at, at, at some point, obviously. And it sort of comes back to, you know, as Fraser used earlier, best allocation of capital, best, best return on capital invested. For you, clearly that's the drill bit. You're an exploration company. 
how are we for cash? Will you be needing to, as all expression companies do, go and raise some capital and, and get after this in a much more aggressive fashion next season? We just did a raise. We did a raise about a month ago. So we're good for cash at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I, I wouldn't anticipate a capital raise any time soon for us. Um, we're certainly fully funded for the next program. Um, we have the ability to get out there and do a very solid follow-up drill program from what we've discovered in this uh, last drill season. And, you know, I think um, that was the, the drill program that we had to have to get to the next level, which I think is is going to return those results for investors that they're really looking for. So it's exciting for, uh, you know, the next program. What, well, what do you think investors are, are looking for? Because like I say, the uranium's kind of doing, doing the work. Um, some of the genius perhaps not seeing all the love that they think they deserve. Um, I mean, and again, coming back to you, what's so special about your company? Why do you think your company's going to make it where others perhaps won't? Um, well, I think um, what's so special about us is that obviously uh, we have the right team. We have the right projects. Um, we have, you know, the right past results. Um, I think we're onto something pretty spectacular and it will continue to grow. Um, and I also think we have um, excellent access to capital. So we've got some great shareholders behind us as well. So not that we need to raise anytime soon, but, you know, we've, we've really got the makings if we need it. Um, and I think also the important thing is that we have the right team. So, for example, we just hired Sadar out of Denison. He's been there for 17 years. I've come out of Extract where, you know, I was heavily involved in the sale of Husap for $2 billion. Um, obviously, you know, really familiar with the uranium cycle and the way the market works. And, of course, so we've got the team, we've got the projects, but also we've got this uranium market that's moving rapidly. So what this does is it, this provides leverage, massive leverage and potential upside. Um, and, and I think you've got to look back at past examples in history where the money is normally made in the cycle is in the exploration plays. And I think we've got all the makings to be that next extract in this cycle. 